0: Sperry boy suit. Okay. A bad joke.
1: <laughs> Citizens of the Verse. Today is April nineteenth, twenty nine fifty two, and welcome to another episode of Citizen Cast. We're a weekly, we try to be at least, <laughs> weekly Star Citizen podcast here to discuss what's going on in the game and its development. I'm your host, way Too geeky and I'm joined again by my two co-hosts. He works hard for the money. It's Chekhov. Say hello, Chekhov.
0: Always, always, always. Hello, everyone.
1: And of course, what Citizen cast would be complete without the man voted most likely to have purchased an expanse? It's Seagard Olsen. Yes. Wait, purchase an expense I didn't get that <laughs> did. one. The misc expense check-off? Oh, really?
0: You did? Oh, I didn't know that.
1: Do you oh. know Seagard? <clears throat> yeah. I thought you guys knew each other. <laughs> it was. I was going to be good this
0: time, but I realized,
1: you know what? It was right at my birthday, and I said, heck with it. I'm dirty. <sighs> there you go i I mean it's a great ship so i mean we'll talk about it in a few uh first and foremost sorry everyone for the constant delays here um between sort of lack of content a couple weeks back and some personal stuff we ended up pushing back a little bit more than we wanted to and and we usually do but we appreciate your support there um hopefully as we're nearing the release of 317 uh, the content will ramp up again, and we will continue to be uh, a more predictable podcast. Um, I thought you say more productive, predictable. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna buy. More stuff. productive, predictable. Yeah, we're going <laughs> public <laughs> stock. Yeah, <laughs> Um. So, uh, what have you guys been up to this past few weeks in the verse, Seagard? What have
2: you been doing? You know, I actually broke my trend and I actually went into the PTU this time. Uh, I I, I heard. Yes, and I did find some very cool stuff uh, with some help, but very cool stuff. So we'll talk about that when we get to For Science. But uh, played in that and then um, been somewhat busy, uh, but uh, following all the videos I can and, you know, checking out things and thinking of areas to go, you know, check on. Like, I have a hunch, you know, I haven't been in a Carrick lately. I just have a hunch there's something there that we we probably should have checked out. Um, In the PTU? Yeah. You know, it'll make more sense when we get to the four science. But, yeah, there's some changes. It it doesn't make sense that it would only impact one ship. Um, Especially an older ship when you have newer ships that also could have benefited from some things. So um
1: we'll talk about that. What are you doing? Sorry my cat is up to no good. Hey, uh, I was going to say I'm cleaning my glasses
2: and not very successfully. I'm just smearing the I like he I was going to go to
1: the bathroom on my bed. I would I do don't know that too to,
2: but... in my office but
1: uh, <laughs> well, uh, you know, New York. If I had an office I'd be very wealthy. Um Chekhov, welcome back from, you know, post-COVID life here. Yes. How are you feeling?
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm feeling good, actually. It was, so I think, at this point, full recovery, so thank God. Excellent. Know, huge side effects, but, yeah, it was miserable. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's not guess it's this is the good old thing. It's not about if, it's when. It seems yeah. like everybody kind of gets it, but.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's what they said when when COVID first came around, and now look.
0: Yeah, it's pretty true. And yet we hear yet another variant that seems to be creeping up. Yep. Uh, but uh, verse-wise, I mean, it's all going to be you guys. Literally, this is the first time in weeks in the verse today, watched and haven't watched anything, haven't listened to it, been totally out of the loop. Star Citizen, um, but anxiously waiting 317. I'm like all in because things that I hear again, I, I don't want to be a spoiler so I'll wait for Sigurd C- to tell us all about it, but he already told me yeah. a few things about 317 that I'm very excited about.
1: Yeah. Awesome.
2: And I, I do have like a conversation that uh, Skyguard and I had yesterday that you know, I think your, both your input would be interesting. It's probably actually in our, in our mailbox. Um, but it uh, involved it involved solar sail ships.
1: Yes, seeing it is that, a question.
2: Uh, seeing that, you know, you are an active sailor there, um,
0: Mr. Uh, really? That's kind of interesting. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's I, actually I, what I did. I, mean, I,
2: I just okay. really thought that that would be, it, it, I've thought about it for a while. I mean, it kind of came when we had that discussion around alternate engines, right? Is there another way to you know, quantum can't be just the only way that jump around the universe. But how cool would it be to have solar races where, you know, your solar sails move you when they're oriented to catch the sun's solar output, you know, their photons. And then when you go into shadow, you have to use the energy you stored to operate your ship and to move your engines like you're in the shadow of a moon or something. Uh, Mm -hmm. And maybe they have, you know, uh, large... Physical signatures, but they have small, uh, you know, um, uh, EMC and other types of signatures because they're, you know, they're they're really relying on external forces. Um, I just think that would be really cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um... What was it? Uh, so I guess I really haven't been playing the game, to be honest. I, it's been running really poorly on my machine. I'm hoping 317 maybe it runs a little bit smoother. Um, but I've just been kind of busy and distracted lately. So hopefully I'll get some more time to play the game and um, you know really put in a little bit more effort than I have been in the Star Citizen. It's just been it's that lull too. I haven't wanted to, to install two versions of the game on my machine, so I just have the you know the live game, and I just don't, you know, I'm waiting for a 317 to be quite honest. Even even if there aren't performance boosts, just to play. Um. So content wise, this past uh, week or two, there hasn't been that much going on. Um. You know, uh, ISC. Has been on hiatus. Um, so we haven't seen that. It will return next week. Um, it's on hiatus for one more week. But um, we did have... In England too. Yes. Yeah, Jared is moving to the UK this week. So we won't see a Star Citizen Live either. Um, but we did get a really rich um, Star Citizen Live on the 8th. Uh, and that was with the actor feature team. Some highlights, uh, and they essentially work on core gameplay. But some highlights, they did mention that pistol pistol, pistol holsters uh, will be a thing outside of needing armor um, for those wearing normal clothes. Uh, eventually, they're planned, but not in production. Uh, Squadron 42 is a big reason why we haven't seen a lot of new weapons lately as they've shifted gears for all the weapons needed for the game. Um, The crossbow that we've seen a number of times in the past is um, just waiting on some underlying tech in order to be implemented. Mm -hmm. They did mention that parachutes are a planned feature, though they're not designed Mm -hmm. whatsoever yet, and they have no idea how it's going to work in-game yet. Uh, FPS scanning is going to be similar to ship scanners, uh, however, they'll be more limited. I think we talked a little bit more in depth about that in the past as well. Uh, they haven't determined how much of an impact toilets will have and how important hygiene will be. It'll likely not be as critical as eating and drinking. Uh, so, you know, if you don't shower, it's not going to kill you, but it might, um, it might ruin some wrap or impact your ability to communicate with people because they might be Um, put off by your appearance and and or smell. Uh, There won't be a Stinko meter, essentially, like your oxygen meter is, uh, but they will use the visual wear and tear system to show if you are um, skipping those showers. So people will be able to see that. I want the little Charlie Brown dust
2: cloud around me.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, uh, Dragging is currently the only system we have for moving uh, down people or corpses right now, but eventually they might put something in like a fireman carry. However, that's not in the works as of right now. Uh, They do plan on adding more weapon attachments like bipods or under the barrel grenade launchers. Um, Chat had asked the team if they could make predefined loadouts, which they do not plan on doing because that would be too gamified. Uh, But they did mention that you could put, a single outfit in one of your lockers so that it's really quick to put on your clothing. Um, There aren't any plans and they don't intend on having any auto hydrating or auto feeding mechanisms in your suits or some features like that. Um, You will still have to eat, you know, take off your helmet, etc. As part of zero G push and pull um, they're testing out decoupled to see how that works. Uh, They aren't working on, any non-lethal weapons as of right now medical gameplay will eventually become even more skills based and complex um so for those who are worried that it's too simplistic as it is uh don't fret not it will become more detailed as time goes on it's tier zero um and then ground vehicles will be able to be patched up with a salvage gun in addition to ships so those are some of the key highlights that i took away from that uh Sigard, anything else from that uh that uh show that you wanted to call out or anything interest to you about no, what I, they I think did
2: talk you, about I think you hit it pretty much on track. I fell asleep at part through, but uh I did enjoy the part that I watched. I was just real tired that day and uh yeah they're you know they're kind of that team that brings a lot of pieces together they're interesting and uh, you know how they've also morphed over time their responsibilities um
1: yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I, it's I a good. It was... It's a good session. Yeah, I thought it particularly was particularly for, particularly for a time period that tends to be more the fluff uh, sessions that we we don't like as much. Right. Uh, this one was pretty good. Um, anything uh, check off that you heard? I know you didn't catch the episode you know, per se. You said
0: I'm going to be pretty much out of it at this point. I'm hearing all this. For, for the first
1: time, <laughs> yeah. So, Your first going gonna be like very much.
0: I listen. i bought one comment. I don't know if you're hearing it, but I think Sigurd is a little robotic at
1: times. I am catching that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. We're we're sort. You're sort of fading in and out a little bit, Sigurd.
2: My uh, probably my connection. Perhaps. Yeah, perhaps I don't want to switch to another network, but because uh, we'll drop the connection.
1: Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's proceed, and if it becomes problematic, we'll figure it out. Um, so we should see a return of ISC next week. Um, I, I have to say, you know, the actor feature team, tons of stuff. I don't know if there's much that they hadn't already talked about that I thought was interesting. Um, I think I'm glad to know that they're still going to be adding more weapon attachments, um, you know. That's probably one of the cooler ones or one of the more interesting ones. I'm glad that medical gameplay is going to get even more yeah. robust. Um,
0: so do you think it is it worth looting now? is Are we going to get all this carried over and then we can ultimately sell on 317 drops?
1: They don't plan on having a wipe, but that doesn't mean you won't lose the items that you've looted. Right. I would so, sell
0: them before. Well, no, well, he, he can't,
2: sell, he can't it. sell it. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, hang on to it. You never
1: know. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't matter
0: at this point.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, well, it, at the very least, it could could stay in your inventory, and you might be able to sell it. We'll see soon, I'm sure. Um, so, last week, we did get a small roadmap roundup. Um the progress tracker saw some changes. They added the Q2 2022 schedule for most of the downstream teams with the remaining uh, team schedules arriving in a subsequent publish. Uh, they mentioned mag stripping and refill due to a shift in priority to the ammunition work being done in Q3 and Q4. Um, this deliverable is being removed from the weapon feature team schedule temporarily until it's been properly rescheduled. Uh, The following have been added to the progress tracker. Uh, Seated item handling. This feature will add the ability for players and NPCs to use items or smaller weapons while seated in the passenger seat of a vehicle or ship. This deliverable has been added to the actor feature team's schedule. Uh, Stanton fashion clothing. Creation of additional fashion outfits, both masculine and feminine, for the Stanton system. This has been added to the Star Citizen character art team schedule. Uh, Mantle Tier 2. Improving the existing mantling feature, including mantling up to a surface without a wall to push up against. Jumping over a gap to reach a mantle. And overall improved detection radius. This deliverable has been added to the actor feature team schedule. Microtech. Lagrange points, implementing additional rest stop locations surrounding Microtech, including both the stations themselves and the gas clouds surrounding them. This deliverable has been added to the EU sandbox one and lighting team schedules. Uh, And last but not least, sliding. This feature will introduce a new traversal method for players, allowing them to traverse short distances by sliding along the floor. This will add a new element to combat situations previously removed. This deliverable has returned to the actor feature teams schedule. So brief update. Nothing too crazy. Did anything jump out to you, Seagard, is exciting? Uh-huh. No, not not particularly. I
2: can't I can't really. Um no. Not really. I mean it's all good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. It's all good, but you know, nothing's really
1: Nothing earth-shattering. Yeah, yeah. It's all good stuff. It's not like they added a new, you know, system. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Or a new gameplay mechanic, you know. Um, What about you, Chekhov? Anything? No, nothing exciting besides
0: seeing my Pillsbury boy slide. That
1: would be an (laughs) interesting
3: feature.
1: Yeah, I heard you kind of make a, like, almost a little bit of a sound. You didn't say ooh, but... I uh, Made a sound. Yeah. He didn't go. Ooh, that was just my dramatization. Um. Well, uh, exciting news. We while well, we saw the the MISC, um, expanse in a ISC, um, it finally went up for sale. Uh, so a little bit about the expanse. Uh, so for those who didn't catch anything about it, which I'm shocked, like you, me. Yeah, uh, you don't know anything about it, off. I, I
0: don't know anything about it. First time I heard when you said it.
1: Holy shnikes. So yeah. it is the refinery ship, uh, checkoff oh. that they've been talking about. Oh, wow. Uh, it okay. is a single-player uh, ship. So let me, let me walk you through a little bit of the description. Uh, upgrade your mining operation. Introducing the MISC Expanse, the single-crew vessel at the heart of both large and small-scale refining operations across the Empire. The Expanse's self-contained refinery system makes it the industry standard for accessible vehicular-based mineral processing. Specifically designed to operate in tandem with mining vehicles like the MISC Prospector, the Expanse enhances any serious mining operation by transforming raw mineral pods into sellable material on the fly.
0: Oh, that is so cool. So, wait, is it, in, uh, uh, what is it a prototype? Or what's? The... Yeah,
1: it's concepted. Yep. Oh, concept. It looks really cool, too. Um, take a look at it when you have a chance. Uh, ready to receive right so some key features ready to receive the expanse integrates seamlessly with all leading contemporary mineral extraction systems supporting the uee standard mineral storage pods used throughout the empire the expanse efficiently efficiently ingresses raw ore, refines it and distributes sellable material into empty cargo containers secure transfer Integrated tractor beams ensure receiving raw materials and distributing processed ore are entirely hands-off procedures, ingress full pods um, from mining vessels with ease, and run entire operations from the comfort of the cockpit. Uh, Mineral processing refined. The heart of the expanse is its onboard refinery. This fully integrated, self-sufficient system processes raw ore from external mineral pods into refined sellable material, which it then distributes into empty containers waiting in the pod bays.
0: Very cool. So the this is going to play out, kind of the scenario. So Prospector drops all the bags, mm-hmm. right, and uh, into this thing, or, or somehow this scoops it up and uh, refines it, and I guess – You know, brings it back to kind of that's the loop. Lost you guys. Yeah. So
1: what it does is so if you're in the prospector and your saddlebags are full, you can drop your saddlebags. It has a tractor beam that could pick up your saddlebag, attach it to the ship, Uh and then pump the materials into one of the six refineries on board. Refine it. And then it empties into a new saddlebag on this ship. So so Yeah, so
0: they, they come along, let's say it's a team effort, yeah. so they come down to the planet with you, you you just go on with your mining business and the and the expense
1: is gonna grab the bags, keeps you empty ones, and you don't skip a beat, kind of. Exactly. And and they can essentially follow behind you yeah. while you're finding wow. new things and refine along the way. Uh, it has eight saddlebags on its side, can refine six things at once. Um, and then it can also drop its saddlebags. So I could feasibly see a cargo ship follow, you know, picking up and, and moving between the, um, the expanse and, you know, a drop-off point. Um, yeah, and yeah. even having the cargo ship have empty, um, you know, additional saddlebags since they'll be taking them out of the process. So you could potentially have a continual mining operation. Uh, It also says trouble-free offboarding cargo containers full of refined ore are easily off boarded thanks to the foolproof design of the pod bay and tractor beams unload significant volumes of ore for huge profit and move on to the next job, next job in no time. Uh, A little bit about the technical breakdown. It is 35 and a half meters in length. 10.75 10.75 meters tall 21.1 meters wide it has, has uh, accommodations for one crew six refinery reactors it only has two size one weapons 64 seu um, in terms of the cargo capacity and it has a size one tractor beam on yep. its utility mount
0: so it's kind of probably going to have a built-in revenue component right so what are we paying to the refinery today we just pay it to the to expense,
1: right? They'll probably use a similar feature as the um, as they're using for refueling, yeah. the request feature. That'll probably be part of the gameplay, I would imagine. Uh, but it's a cool looking ship. I think it looks awesome. Very MISC-y, but like uh, you know, it's similar but different. Um, the the visual language, it's clearly misc, but at the same time, you you can tell it's a different ship. Um. I think the most surprising thing is how cheap it is. Yeah. Um it's $135 war bond and $150 mm-hmm. uh, to upgrade to. Uh, which is a one person ship too, right? Yeah. What do you,
0: what do you get as a loaner?
1: Uh, I think a prospector. Okay. But yeah, I mean it's a really cool ship. I could see I could see the two of you going out on mining expeditions. Maybe oh, the three of us I'll be I'll be oh, yeah. looking for them. You'll be mining them and Seagirt'll be refining them. Yeah, no, this is very cool. Yeah, so very awesome looking vehicle. I think what I'm most curious about is is sort of like it'll be the detachable pods and how efficiently you could set up essentially a a run between locations and such
0: like, well yeah sorry the, the interesting part is Quintanium right how volatile it is and how all that is going to play out
1: mm. well I would imagine since you're going to be refining it right away that makes quantanium more profitable mm-hmm. than than it or at least easier to be profitable because I'm curious how it's gonna. I mean, we don't even know how refining is gonna work and how detailed that gameplay loop is gonna be. So I we'll wonder see. if
2: you're gonna be able to refuel a
1: starfarer from it. Probably because the starfarer even has that. Um, uh, they have that refining port right. that that handles the saddlebag, Ooh. no less.
2: Yeah. So I was, you know, I was thinking so, you go around, you mine quantanium and hydrogen, um, you refine it, and then you just pump it over to the
1: Starfire. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I mean, yeah, That's I guess I'll, we'll I'll have hope to it. see. Yeah. I'm hoping. I think that would be a great use for it. I'm sitting here curious if I can upgrade to the Expanse with anything. I probably won't <laughs> anyway. Because I don't think there's anything I want to upgrade. Yeah, the only thing I can upgrade from is the Vulture. No. <laughs> I prefer the Vulture right now. Yeah. Um, Very cool. I mean, it sounds like you, you, you I, obviously you bought one, Seaguard. Yeah, it's kind of um, a birthday present for myself. I, I presume you're excited to use it.
2: Yeah, you know, I definitely am into that industrial, that whole industrial wrapper, right? You know, from the point where
1: you find it all the way to the point
2: where you sell it or use it. So, anything in that For those who
1: can't tell, yeah, for those who can't tell, Seagard is is Mr. How can I help? Mm -hmm. Um, So, when we're out and about in the verse, he's the first one to go, what ship do you need me to bring? Not not, hey, anyone want to board my ship? He's, how can I help? Do you want me to gun? Do you want me to do this? Do you want me to do that? He doesn't care. He's, yeah, uh, that is absolutely he's true. a team player. Uh, what about you, Chekhov? After hearing it for the first time, does this sound like an uh, exciting prospect for you? Yeah, yeah, I'm already
0: kind of brainstorming how I'm going to get it. And uh, definitely, yeah, that's very cool. I'm mean, Anything to round off the mining play and this definitely does it, you know. Yeah. yeah it is. It is very cool. And I, I think love it. it's awesome. also kind of coming to you know, you, we got salvage coming. We got you know, everything is getting quite a bit more complex, which is ultimately becoming more and more interesting.
1: Yeah. It feels like the options are starting to expand. Yeah. Um on on an on another update around ships that I thought was interesting um people had been commenting because if you look at salvage and we may have even posited this too if you look at salvage gameplay the the salvage weapon or salvage tool uh, at least the multi-tool version of it is going to include the ability to take what you salvage and repair ships with it and so people have been speculating well does that mean that the drake vulture will be a repair ship uh, so, uh, Savrils from CIG commented a few days ago. And he said, No, the Drake Vulture cannot repair other ships, but there will be a filler station that will not only fill your scraped material into commodity boxes, but also will be able to craft ammunition for your FPS repair tool, which you can use yourself to patch up damage to any of your. Or your friend's ships, or even sell it to any vendor who will buy it. Interesting. So, I missed that. The one. ship itself won't do that, but the uh, it will give you the ability to create those canisters, which is actually kind of cool because um, you could stock up on them then and then have them at the ready. Uh, so, um, three seventeen still in PTU. It's an open PTU now. I haven't played it. it. Sounds like it's going okay. There was a little bit of a break for the Easter holiday this past weekend. Um, without, I guess, jumping ahead to what you wanted to cover in uh, for Science Seagard, how are you liking the patch so far? Is it, I, you know, uh, you know I, what are your I big meta other, thoughts?
2: Yeah, I know other people that were on with me at the time were having some problem with crashes. I, I got on, you know, couple times, probably three or four times, um, and the game ran very smoothly. Um, there was a real difference in the color vibrancy. I, it it looked better. I mean, even NetMage, NetMage and I were talking about this. We're kind of going, man, it really looks good. There's, there's something that's, um, if it was just my machine, I would have thought, well, maybe it's a tweak something or something like that. But he was seeing it too. It just seemed like it was um, uh, more, uh, not brilliant, but definitely more depth to the colors. Um, And the ships themselves Mm -hmm. were incredibly smooth every time I got on. I mean, just flying and they were very smooth. You know, that may be Vulcan um, because I think that was implemented with this one too, right, or at least portion of it.
1: Yeah, they said that there's they said that there's Vulcan updates in almost every patch this year.
2: Yeah, and and I have used Vulcan in other games and it made a startling difference, right? It's it does improve things in the game. There's no doubt about it. It's a better driver. It's a more modern driver or interface for the drivers. Um so you know, there were very very positive things. I was able to log out and I was able to come back into my ship and I even logged out on the, you know, on the ground and came back in the same spot. Although my landing gear was retracted the, uh, so, but it didn't clip through <laughs> the surface. I didn't, you know, I was fine. I mean, it, it just worked. Um, uh, it, yeah, I, am I really felt it was a good patch for me. So, um, and NetMage seemed to have pretty good luck. Uh, but a couple guys were having some crashes. So, um, I think it's probably getting more and more mature and ready. Um, And yeah, Yeah. from what I've seen, I, I think it looks great. Awesome.
1: Yeah. I'm sure they're probably trying to get it out this week if they can. Um, But who knows? Yeah. Um, I have not played it. I've watched some videos, but not a ton uh, about it. Looking forward to it. I'm still worried that I'm, gonna play the patch and then be like okay now what <laughs> um well, well you know what i'm the, really looking forward to the next patch
2: one of the things i know i just remembered one of the numbers um i was on area 18 walking around and i was getting about 35 frames per second and that's significant oh, wow on area high. 18 yeah I I was really kind of shocked by it. Normally, I'd be sitting about 28. I've got a 2070 video card. I do have some RAM, and I do have, you know, I think I have uh, 32 of RAM, and I have, uh, you know, uh, AMD 7 Series chip. Uh, It's not a beast. It certainly sits well down and below the average, but it runs very smoothly, and it ran very well in Area 18, and I had – all the effects on. I had it at the highest stuff I could get it at. Um, you know, all the you know, the 3D holographic stuff looked good. It was vibrant was the word I was
1: looking for earlier. The colors looked more vibrant, yeah. right? Um, I mean, he he was showing us right before we hopped into this um his executive um 600i and right it looked extremely vibrant in arena commander. Right.
2: Um, another, that was in
1: PTU, right? Right. Right. Uh, I, I know
2: the, I think they've been doing a little bit of work on the arena commander to make it a little more, give it a little more legs. Um, you mentioned the executive and I, the executive, uh, version of the 600 i I put on my executive, uh, you know, suit my undersuit, my black armor with all the gold trim. It looked fantastic. Yeah, I put that in the in the chat, um, you, know, you know, a while back for the for the site under uh, I think under media, but um, where I used to get a lot of high reflection off of it, and it almost turned it too bright and silvery, and the black looked like vinyl. It didn't look very good. It was kind of Um, Kind of look kind of shiny and glossy um, like a real high gloss latex or something. Um, It looked much, Mm -hmm. much better. It had texture on the black. There was depth to it. The gold was a uh, more of a, a dark gold. And where I put a copper rifle, I have a, I have the Pathfinder sniper rifle, uh, which has uh, Mm -hmm. blue and copper highlights. And then I have, be the, uh, the one for the executive sniper. Um, you know they looked completely different. You could tell the copper from the from the gold. And then I picked up that uh, that uh, lightning pistol. Uh, what was it Moser? It's the Russian. Mm-hmm. Name. The Uberov Uberov. Uh, uh, it, Uberov Yeah, and it looked very brassy. It it looked definitely like a brass, and the green one um i looked at that one and it looked like an anodized aluminum of some kind it definitely had a different appearance uh so i think i think when people see it and you know i think you're gonna kind of notice some definite differences in some areas um uh, for appearance and and smooth awesome
1: yeah here's hoping i really hope so myself because yeah you know i want the game to be smoother um <laughs> And, you know, delay my need to get a new machine for longer (laughs) if I can. Right. Um, Awesome. Well, uh, that brings us to tips and tricks. And we have quite a few um, submitted to us. So are you losing my mind, uh, said, if you get the infinite QT bug, you can go into your power MFD panel, turn off your quantum drive. Your ship will then drop out of quantum. Uh, If you get funky names trying to quantum travel to Walla, which indicates that you will get an infinite QT bug, jump to a different place past Mm -hmm. Walla and drop out manually when you get close. Then reattempt to quantum travel to Walla. It works for me most of the time. That's a good idea. If you go into your game folder and manually rename, right-click then click Rename Folder, the Live Folder to PTU, then open the launcher and select PTU, your PTO download will be a lot smaller. When you are done playing on the PTU, manually change the name of the folder back to Live and update the game. Uh, Doing this means you don't have to download multiple copies of the game or constantly delete and re-download the game to save on hard drive space. Good tip. Good tips. Um mark three generic says here's a useless ptu trick if you want to fly something there's numerous issues preventing that right now one of the major ones being missing elevators this is very noticeable in places in these places the metro loop uh, new babbage uh, interstellar spaceport the commons and surface exit the shuttle and Dumlow. The workaround is quite easy. Set the home location to Lorville or Area 18. The other major issues are ships that have spawned invisible, most often encountered at Lorville and Area 18. The workaround for this set is setting the home location to New Babbage or Orison. And if you happen to see the link between these issues, yeah, it lovingly cryptic might be in testing phase. Finally, <laughs> that's funny. Gee, thanks, Mach Three. I was trying <laughs> to see if if he submitted that on the first, but he didn't. Seagard, <laughs> uh, any any other tips or tricks to add to the to the bunch? Um,
2: you know, I, I I do have one. I don't know if I ever mentioned this one before. So I, you know, landing is always tough. I. Well, it, it's not that tough, but to do a really smooth landing can be very tough. You know, you get over the pad and most of us just use the down, you know, the control or, you know, uh, control button to kind of push ourselves down. And And if you, you know, if you over push it, you, know, you, you go a little bit too far or you're a little bit too high and you don't hit enough, you're either short or you kind of bounce off the pad a little bit. You know, you kind of rock the ship. And what, mm-hmm. I, what I like to do now is I actually like to change the thrust amount. I get over the pad or wherever I'm mm-hmm. going to land in the hover, and then I just dial back the thrust until I just slowly start settling down that last couple of feet. And at the last second, if ah. I, fast, I turn it back up, and it just kind of briefly. But you can, you can put it down really
0: gently that way.
1: Well, that's a good one.
0: Yeah, I used to do that, but then I forget. Like, yeah, I would I lower do, the it the other and I, I lowered it, and then I would drop to the planet when next
1: I um, I don't use the thrust limiter enough. I use the 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 other one, the the main limiter. What is it? Um, what is it? The the speed limiter or whatever. Yeah. yeah but never I rarely I used to use the thrust limiter all the time when they still had that pesky hover mode <laughs> right because um, it was the only way to keep your ship from going full full on chaos mode but since then I, I haven't really used it that much uh, great tip um, And now that brings us to everyone's favorite segment mm. for science.
0: How's it everyone's favorite? Mm. We usually don't have anything for science.
1: Um, maybe because we have a theme song? Yeah, I think
0: yeah, we everybody likes the
1: theme song. <laughs> no one's actually told me it's their favorite. I just like to, uh-huh. like to think it, it <laughs> is. Actually, today, the
0: secret- because I know he told me he was gonna do it. He's got some exciting stuff. Yeah. At least I think so.
1: That's what I thought. I'm I'm excited for the days when we're talking about in game discoveries. Um, like you know, expeditions that we've done. That's mm-hmm. what I'm really excited for. Uh, so Seagard. I think you're the only one. We have no submittals from the audience. Okay. Give so, us the tea.
2: So there I was sailing along with Robert E. Lee in a Viking ship. No, the, uh, it was, I was online with Hamar and, uh, and Badger. And I was just, I decided to take out the Starfarer and see what the new changes are like and if there was any like new light switches inside or something like that. And, uh, you know, to... I took it out. It flies oh. exactly the same. It looks the same on the uh-huh. inside. You know, you know, that was kind of like, I was like, oh, come on. Right. So I went and looked around the back. And sure enough, you know, you have, you know, the entire, you have some panels on the back, which lets you control the different fuel tanks. And you can increase your flow or decrease your flow and all that to pump fuel. Right. We kind of mm-hmm. expected that. That's a big part of this one. Um, but I wanted to go put it on a skin. So, mm-hmm. I went to my F1 menu and then went to the ship configuration. And when it popped up for the Starfarer, there was a thing called utility, a tab called utility next to the paint section. And I opened that up, and it was all the tanks were listed. And lo and behold, there was the ability to take them off and put them back on. So, I've was- Pretty excited. I didn't have the ship in front of me because you can't do that when it's on the pad. So I was like, mm. "Okay, I need to, I need to first of all take some tanks off and then put them into my storage, obviously, and then run out and order the ship and get it on the pad. And I'm sure you know going to show up and look exactly the same. I'm just a knucklehead. Um, the other thing it had was the boom, right? The boom could be removed. As, oh and- wow as well as the refinery piece or the, the the refinery piece on the front of the ship. So I said, like, well this is pretty cool, right? This is pretty neat. So I fiddled around with it, tried it, ordered the ship up and ran down there expecting to be disappointed and it shows up and there are only two tanks on the back of it it looks oh like, wow yeah it looks like looks like the back half of the of the enterprise slapped onto the back of <laughs> the back of you <laughs> know the two nacelles are sticking out <laughs> um and what i found is that the back six fuel cells can come off the front two are part of the ship and and right about this time you know i'm screaming bloody murder going oh my god you're not gonna believe what i found and you know and and badger and haymore are, you know they're they're trying to get in and watch and check it out and uh, we're streaming and and then and i'm like okay it'll be our secret and then i realized there's like five other guys on the on the on the channel with us so it, was, mm-hmm. it was soon well let's try that let's try this uh, so we realized you could do this so i went down now and where i was at i could actually go down and i wanted to go do two things i wanted to go see if i could buy any different type of equipment for the ship so i went down and i was thinking mm-hmm. well maybe you know maybe they you know i don't know let's see what happens well there was a different type of fuel tank there so you you get a misc fuel tank on the ship that's the brand you get and it's uh 60 scu of car of capacity in each Sigurd, one of them so six times Sigurd, six. we
1: lost you for a second there can you repeat yourself
2: yeah, sorry about that. The uh, so I I found that when I went to the store, I could find and buy another type of fuel tank. There was a one mm-hmm. made by I um, uh, can't think of, they they make the mining mining ship and the mole and Argo Argo. It was Argo um, fuel tanks, and they were different than the stock ones. They were they carried less, but they had a higher fuel transfer rate. Um, oh, there was also oh, cool, a different fuel bad. nozzle. You could take the fuel nozzle off the back and replace it with another one, and it had a it had a higher flow to match the other tanks. So there is some changeability between these, and you can mix and match fuel tanks. It doesn't matter. Do um, they it, look differently? Oh yeah, there's they don't look different. They have a little bit of branding that's a little different, and some red uh-huh. like red stripes on them but they look very, very similar. Um, and along the way, we found that at some point when I had called one of these things up, it had deposited a full size fuel tank in the middle of the hallway, right near the elevator. So it looked like I had opened up, you know, a freaking, uh, you know, what do you call it? A craft brewing system right in the middle of the station. (laughs) I got a snapshot of that one. It's pretty cool. Um, So so those were all really exciting. I mean, that was very cool stuff. Um, So then we went uh, and I said, well, I think it was a badger said, hey, uh, you know, you're going down to the cargo section. And I wanted to go down and see what had changed in the cargo level. He said, see if you can find a box. So I ran down there and I went to the console that normally sells clothes in the mining Mm -hmm. or the cargo section. And it had it wasn't clothes anymore, it was utilities and the things you could buy in there included a box so you could actually buy yeah, a personal so box store stuff. that you could bring into your inventory then you could transfer it from your inventory into your ship or on yeah, and, and you could open it and load stuff into it and move it into your ship inventory or off your ship inventory um, it didn't carry a huge amount and I only saw, I only saw one size box there uh, but it would hold a helmet and like some mining, you know, you know, uh, wow. the pyro tools and some certainly a bunch of ammo would fit in there and some water and food and junk like that. Um, and you could just buy them. So you could have five or six. Um, mm-hmm. So that was that was a pretty exciting night. That was overall a pretty exciting yeah. night. Uh, and then I sent I you guys so. that sneak picture of the Starfare with only three, half of it's. Fuel tanks and said, "What's missing?" Yeah, that's really it was the cool.
0: The other man. half, <laughs> so <laughs> pretty no, cool. That's great. Uh, but by the way, while we're having this podcast, yeah. just FYI, I had two ks in PU.
2: Sixty for and you, then. I have,
0: I know, but I haven't had thirty ks in months. Yep, I don't know what's going on. You're in the you're in the PU, right? PU, yeah. Yeah, they but always did pick up about the, six boxes.
2: They always pick up the, around the time we transition because I think they reduce the uh resources in the production environment yeah. to help replicate the PTU. That's my suspicion. I don't
1: know. Yeah. I mean, it, I almost always notice an increase when a new patch is coming closer. Um mm-hmm. just in general how smooth was it playing
0: for you?
2: Well, you are in the PU. That's why. You are in the PU. Uh, PU, you. PU. Yeah. So you won't have any of the Vulcan.
0: Okay. I was just loaded.
1: I mean, I would say the interesting thing about all of that, Seaguard, is we weren't even expecting any of that.
0: Yeah, right. yeah that's a surprise.
1: Um, exactly. I wonder, I'm going to have blind speculation, do we think we'll see an Argo um, refueling ship come out soon, too. Makes you wonder, doesn't that, it? Yeah.
0: But I, I bet you what, what Sigurd discovered with one ship is probably true for a whole bunch. I, I don't That's think they only I did think. it for one. Yeah, this yeah. Is, is that
2: old ship. This is one of the oldest ones we have without being renovated.
0: Right. Yeah. I think Prospector bags are coming off this batch. Okay.
2: Now, someone tried to do some stuff with the Prospector. It wasn't me. I can't remember. It was Nick or SkyGuard? But uh, they didn't seem to find anything that was possible. No. Uh, we also checked the caterpillar. Um, we did. It, I didn't think about it until afterwards. We didn't check the Carrick. You know, the Carrick has those cargo pods on the
1: bottom. Oh. Uh, Something uh, else
2: out there probably has the ability to swap some things out.
1: Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if they baked that in, or if that's. Like, going to use the same technology, but they haven't gotten around to doing it yet. You know, the
2: other ship I did interesting not check to see. on,
1: I did not check on the Freelancer Durr
2: because it has a refinery system built into it.
1: Yeah. It, it'll be interesting to see if they physicalized that. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, not truly physicalized, but, you know, created an item location for it, right? Like they did with the Starfarer. Very good stuff. Anything else, Seager?
2: No, I mean, that was pretty much it. Um, you know, the, the loot that we were seeing was pretty good. I mean, it was not bad. Um, there was like we the first box I picked up, I didn't even know you. I went in to just buy something to load a ship in, you know, in one of the mining areas, and there was a box there, and, a, and that made said, Oh, yeah, you can find loot in those. So I opened it up, and it was like, you know, two. You know, pyro tools and three t- tractor beam attachments, and you know a pistol and two food bars and four waters and some ammo. I mean, it was quite a bit of stuff in there. You know, it wasn't just a helmet or you know a suit of armor or something like that. It was useful stuff that you could actually yeah, use your, just, in your mission.
0: I just they also said
1: it was going to be more relevant. Well, it definitely was more well, relevant. even viewers,
0: be as we <laughs> I just looted like twenty-five items, yeah, you know,
1: six boxes. Yeah, nice. Yeah.
2: So those are those are um, my takeaways from it.
1: So. Excellent. Um, no one else, I'm guessing, has anything for science since we haven't been playing. Um, but we did get quite a few responses to your question, Seagard, and of course we have two weeks worth because. I, uh, we we canceled a couple weeks ago because there was really nothing to talk about. But mm-hmm. I said, hey, Seagard, why don't you still ask a question? We might as well get some additional answers to things right? Uh, for when we record next. Uh, and I thought we were going to record last week, and then push came to shove. We couldn't. so uh, But now we can. So, uh, first question from Seagard. Um, this was the end of march he asked do you think jared's relocation to england along with chris and many others gives us any clues of the pending release of squadron 42 jd boone says yes definitely are you losing my mind says oh yeah no question roja mahorse said yes it could be a good or bad sign a large relocation like this often disrupts management's ability to communicate and or manage team expectations effectively. This could mean further unexpected delays and ability to meet deadlines while teams adjust to their new normal, or it could mean that they are far enough along in the development process that they're confident that this type of change won't have a negative impact on deadlines. Very good point. Uh, Boris Kraken said, uh, also the odd couple bromance Jay Lee is going as well. I think a 12 month out announcement at IAE.
2: Yeah, I'm thinking we're in the two minute drill. You know, it's getting, yeah, got I mean, all the players in the game, they've been, they're in the third quarter, you know, close to the end of the fourth quarter. They're going to do a two minute drill to polish everything and get it ready.
1: I think they announced the release date this year. I, I do think that for sure. Uh, Undead Parrot says, if I had to guess something, they'll try and announce the date during next CitizenCon and perhaps 2023 second half release. That's what I think too, Undead. Uh, Captain Kieran says, to clarify, I missed the podcast drop. This is for the discussion topic Seagard mentioned the week before last about weaponry. <laughs> That's, good. That's good. okay, Okay, so, so this is for Seaguard's discussion question that isn't the question – the, isn't the question question <laughs> regarding weapons i'd love to see some form of shield auxiliary shield or a shield booster or something to be able to remove your offensive capabilities and something like a hauler so that you can go all out defensive and improve your chances to escape i think that would be a cool choice to be able absolutely. to make absolutely that is absolutely. really cool yeah i like that um he didn't have any oh actually uh yeah uh, and then, Are You Losing My Mind, I think, has a comment upon said question or, or uh, response. A hardpoint capacitor would be a really cool idea, where you can install a capacitor on a hard point instead of a gun. Then when you fire that hardpoint in, it dumps the capacitor charge into whatever system it's designed for. So you could buy a shield hardpoint capacitor that, when fired, recharges your shield, and buys you a percentage based on whatever the hard points capacitor capacity is. They That's could also a idea. sell engine boost capacitors. A mm-hmm. weapon boost capacitor could exponentially increase your ammo capacity, ammo um, capacity. I combined armor and ammo, armo.
0: <laughs> In oh, addition wow. <laughs> to the
1: increased ammo count, you could uh, you could get just uh, from reducing the number of guns. At the cost of losing a significant chunk of damage per second, you could drastically increase your sustained fire capability. Um, and Captain Karen just commented, exactly. Could be a cool mechanic to have. Fingers crossed for something along these lines. All right. Uh, so great stuff, everybody. From, la- you know, two weeks ago question and the one before that. Um, now, last week's Seaguard said, What's one thing you'd ask the devs to fix? Uh, Calibri said no more 40k, 30k. I mean, uh, JD Boone said PTU throttle invert. Uh, Calibri also said, I was gonna say make amusement parks, but they're way ahead of me. I'm gonna have to think about it. Dedicated penguin plushie and whale plushie, mm. or dedicated to the penguin plushie and whale plushie. Duke Nukem. <coughs> Said, make my eye on the way it was on release. Uh, Durka. So a few new commenters here. Uh, Durka said, make Pico sentient. Uh, Boris Kraken <laughs> said, they are gone this or next patch. Don't know what he means by that. Um, Mr. Mystery said, unscannable asteroids. Um, Good Boris, right. Kra- Boris Kraken also said... It was the call ATC button. Bring back toilet on Cuddy Black. Yeah. <laughs> um, Magic said, I would love to stop exploding randomly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jandal said, fix the baffling ordeal that is the star map. Yeah. Captain Kieran said, fix rock mining. It used to be lucrative and fun. Yes. Scanning of gems to be better um, and from farther out. Definitely second the And the gems to not spawn in the floor inside rocks we can't get to. Yeah, we're, we're right now, uh, this is Captain Karen. Oh, yeah. Right now, it isn't viable at all, which is super deflating. I'm sure Chekhov will agree. I used to love rock mining. It was my jam. Right now, yes. it's no fun at all. Yes. I don't yes. do it anymore. Um, what is my cat doing? supposedly they did fix the rocks spawning and other rocks in the PTU. Uh, are you losing my mind said hand mining on asteroids. Uh, that's
2: kind of a pain.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I guess if you're already out there planting a, uh, uh, a mining device, you might as well make the most of it. um, Tuki2D says, starter ships for new players like the Aurora's Bed or a Gold Standard Pass. Um, Undead Parrot said, completely selfish answer, support for really wide resolution slash field of views.
0: Yes. That's
1: a good uh, one. Undead that's has that really cool sim pod, doesn't he? Yeah, that's another one. Oh, other does he have one? Yeah. I believe he has the. He's been the one posting the simpod pics, and I believe he just created a YouTube channel for it. So, if yeah, so I will, um, I will, I will hunt that down. And if it's not in this week's show notes, it'll be in next week's oh, show I would notes. I'd love to see that. Um, uh, so that we'll add them to the YouTube list. Uh, Milkshake Actual said, "When do you think we'll be able to leave our collectibles and ships without them despawning?" alone with being able to store suits in proper suit storage? Well, I guess that's more of a question um, once they physicalize inventory, I would say.
2: Yeah, three. Yeah, 319 maybe, 318.
1: Possibly. Yeah, 318 is a good chance, probably this year. Well, you know, it's
2: funny, though. They did add that opening. Um, what ship has? Uh, it's a Hall A has that opening cabinet.
1: Yeah. So you I can work. tell they're preparing for it in well in advance to make sure that they're ready. Um, And then Admiral Cody said, the new St- LEGO Star Wars game has a better star map than Star Citizen. Hmm. Get on that CIG. Mm-hmm. And then he said, also make it so my account has cool, no clip, and God mode commands while you're at it. Mm-hmm. Kazam said star map is trash. Sometimes I have to give up altogether on plotting a route and just spin around, spool it up until I find my destination. Awful. Uh, Brillo Cubis said star map UI needs to be fixed so bad. By the way, folks, um, they are working on it. They are working on it. They are.
0: I heard that when I joined this, I got my first ship because it was so horrible I couldn't do anything. (laughs) Seeker says, don't worry about it. They're working on it.
1: They are working on it.
0: I know. They they need it
1: for Squadron 42 anyway, so you know that's a priority. So so we'll see in 2025. The problem is they're tying it into everything. So because it it impacts radar and everything else, you know, it's a, a big ordeal. Do not fight. My cats are being sweet right now, but it usually turns into a brawl. All right, cool. They didn't. Um, Mach 3 generic said ship being stored by the station while you're already in quantum travel, but you forgot to mm. wait for the departure message. Then but you well, get yeeted into the void of space. I, <laughs> I love was, that yeeted into. Uh, the void yeah. of space. But i never seen that happen. Um, quantum? Mach 3 generic, thank you for the episode title. Yeeded into the uh, void of space. My, <laughs> um,
2: my, I'm going to yeed some butter.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeet, 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 yeet. Um, Mavro said the star map. I really hope they fix that before Pyro is ready. To which Undead Parrot commented, Be careful. You might get what you wish for. Not because the star map update would come soon, but Pyro late. And then last but not least, Earth Asteroid Scanning. Both the ones that are not scannable at all or having lost the scannability on a rock previously scanned, you need to tap it with laser or turning off on the mining arm to see contents again. Supposedly that's going to be fixed in this patch, Earth, but who knows.
0: Hmm. Yeah, but not not in the belt. The belt is the worst. You go out there, you know, half of them are not scannable.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's what they said. 317 is supposed to fix that, but like I said. Okay. Hmm. Grain of salt. Uh so those were the responses to your questions, Seagard. Do you have a question for this week? Um okay,
2: I do. Um it kind of goes with the uh the one that Skyguard gave me. First of all, I want to say what I wanted to fix.
1: Oh, I could right fix that one thing
2: before it was to add cargo boxes to the bottom auroras. That's an old one. Okay, we're moving beyond that. Um it's my my love of the aurora. The, uh, but, but the reality, I cannot stand. I want them to fix the marker beacons around the planets so that you can see them from one marker beacon to the other clearly. Oh, you know, yeah. Line of sight between them. Instead of being stuck up against the planet, you can't find any of the beacons because you can't warp or quantum to them directly. So properly spread yeah. the beacons around the planets to make them useful for traveling around the planet. Yeah. So, uh,
1: if so that you would have to add point. more.
2: <laughs> yeah, oh, or, or add more, correct. The yeah, uh, yeah. so, so the new question, though, is, is based on SkyGuard. Wait, wait,
0: I, let, me, let me put mine, what I want to oh, fix. Yeah, yeah, please, because please. If everybody wants to fix something, because I'm hoping somebody's listening because it doesn't get through to them, the support for ultra-wide monitors. They really, really ignore us. The very, very tiny Community of users that actually use ultra wides, very annoying. But you know, hopefully they'll give us. We just need some settings for the ultra wides.
2: Squint really yeah. fast, or cover the edges with paper so it looks like the normal monitor.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's not the point. It's the it's the font. It's the, it's the well. If you don't use it, you don't know what the issue is. It's the font. In the ultra wide, you know, all the names and the markers, yeah, like ten times the size of what you see in the regular monitor. I always,
2: I always laugh when you stream because you stream and it's like watching one of those old movies, like Lawrence of Arabia or Gone with the Wind. You know, it's you know, got the big black yeah. bars at the top and everything's really small in the middle. It's like, what is he doing?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what it is.
2: But it looks clear.
1: Oh goodness!
2: So, so uh, what about you, Geeky?
1: Um, I would say probably my big thing is the the uh, mineables fixing them, all of them asteroids. You know, all just making them work. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And they were all
2: good tonight. I mean, those were those. They're always good answers, but those were like. Yeah, I could have said yes to any of those. I mean, those were, yeah, those were all decent. Um, so the new question of the week is actually sponsored by SkyGuard, and uh, <laughs> it relates to what I talked about wait, wait, wait,
0: earlier. Wait, wait, hold on, what, what, what my sponsor? Hold on a second. I have to do a check. Does that mean he's actually paying us?
1: No. Wow, no. oh, okay. <laughs> Well, <I'll> check off. <laughs> well, he's yeah, a sponsor. No. i didn't quite understand. Well, that you means- know, speaking of which, uh, we are dangerously close to being able to monetize if we want to. Really? Yeah our um, our highest uh, listened to episodes uh, have now crossed a new threshold. We now have an episode uh, that has nine hundred and thirteen listens, and another one that has nine hundred and three. So I wow. believe you can monetize at a thousand.
0: You know, one thing I couldn't understand, Anchor. I mean, I hear podcasts that are nowhere near of our popularity, but they all have like Anchor as a sponsor. I guess it's like a, a podcast platform or something.
1: Um, check off, we're on Anchor.
0: Oh, we are. So why? So you should look into that because they all, they all seem to like all have Anchor ads, and they're they're tiny. I know they're tiny.
1: Well, we have we have. um I think what happens is the the ads. Well, we haven't gotten the request to monetize yet. Like now, perhaps perhaps I have to add more slots into our episodes because you need to add the the spots where you're going to advertise in order to uh, fill with advertising. But oh. what happens is when, once you agree to advertise and then advertisers are supposed to this sort of like a marketplace and they're supposed to reach out to you. And then the hosts record a version of the advertisement that that's them. Oh, right? I see. So yeah, anchor,
0: they, they all seem to do like the podcasters do the voiceovers like us. Yep. Do it, yep. You know, so well, yeah. well, let's give them a free one. Maybe they'll notice. Use <laughs> anchor. Come on, guys.
1: Well we do. We use Anchor to yeah. distribute our podcasts to all and the different like podcasting anchor. platforms. We, we love want, Anchor. We love Anchor. It makes it so easy. Yeah,
0: there you go. <laughs> you just got a free ad Anchor. Come on. <laughs>
1: um anyway, uh I'm now I'm trying what's the what's the question that oh, going yeah, to get asked? Yeah sponsored by Skyguard yes yeah.
2: so uh, I'm just typing it up actually Uh, so the Skyguard question uh, sponsored question is would you like to see a solar sailing ship in the game Uh, basically imagine a ship Mm -hmm. that has something similar to a sail on a sailboat or something that works similar to that using solar light um, that powers it and maybe charges batteries for other purposes and things like that but generally to be moved, you know, in a relative, relatively fast ability, you know, speed within the system um, and to have to rely on batteries, let's say, to move behind, you know, shadows and things like that. And then, you know, what purposes would you you'd like to see it built for and what advantages and disadvantages would you see in a ship like that that would, that would you know, improve the gameplay, you know, variety? Mm-hmm.
0: And would you have to be a sailor or get uh, certified to be able to sail then? Because you have to tack now. You know, you have to throw an anchor overboard. And how do you throw an anchor in space?
2: That's right. you got to have someone
0: catch it. Mm. Yeah.
2: (laughs) So uh, I I think it would be kind of cool. Maybe it's a stealthy ship. Maybe it's like a, you know, goes, flies below everybody's sensors and radar, and you can, you know, pull down your your sail and just kind of cruise along on, you know, really silently and carry a smuggle cargo or things like that. Right. I think, uh, and just to be a racing ship, right. Like an endurance racing ship, maybe for a two hour race or three hour race, you know, where you got to have some. Skill anytime you, you
1: talk to. about a, I think yeah, it would be cool. Anytime you talk about a solar sailor like that, I always think of count Dooku's
3: yeah,
2: ship.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there's and there's been a couple in the movies,
2: um, you know, where people were doing it. What was there was one in the Expanse, right? That guy who goes through the ring first, basically comes to a screaming halt as his ship
0: a sail. Hmm. Well, he was yeah, using. Did he have the, a sail? Um, I didn't
2: think he had a sail. Maybe it's not the. Maybe he's using the the oh the sun to loop. You know, to build up his speed. Maybe that's what it was. But, yeah, uh, he, you know, yeah, he racing, was a, he was a like
1: rock hopper, so he Pacific. plotted his course, He'd be racing across the um, system, using the gravitational pull of the different planetary bodies in order to build up speed. Yeah, yeah. So very similar concept for yeah. sure. So that's the question. Excellent. So it. now we excellent. We have several questions from our listeners. Uh, first comes to us. From Tavo, via Dis- everything's via Discord this week. Uh, and actually, he just is actually responding to some of the things that we talked about, I guess. Uh, he said the mole saddlebags uh, are 96 SCU would be one process on the endeavor so you can have six prospector jobs going or you can have six mole jobs going. I think he means the... Expanse, yes, because the yeah, I, doesn't yes. doesn't well, mind doesn't uh, refine other vehicles, so it makes sense to have each job limited to 100 SCU or 600 SCU total at a time. Quantanium is just a temporary place marker. Different systems will have different have various ores. At one time, Laranite was the meta. Um. Crusader is just one planet with entry and exit times outside your comfort zone. In the future, there will be planets with two times the gravity, acidic gases, etc. That will make it a choice. Crusader is a choice. You land there when it's the only landing zone in the system. Uh, His response was, "I do not think that Disco Lando moving means we'll see Squadron Forty Two sooner. I I don't disagree with you, Tavo. That we won't. That it. I don't think it means that we'll see it sooner." I think it means he has some involvement in the marketing of squadron 42, because I don't see a reason why he's going to foundry, which they don't call it that anymore, but the, the foundry offices, um, if it's not to plan out at the very least, how they're going to start the ramp up to squadron. That's just my thought, unless he wants to be closer to Chris, who's there to try and push squadron. um, if I were to have oh he's see he he just responded to a lot of these things from the previous. If I were to have one bug fixed, it would be that the game lets you know when your refinery work orders are done and where they are at. Uh, and then he also suggested you should run a poll so everyone could see who likes the talking over the intro slash exit theme. Hmm. Why well, he doesn't like it? I don't know. He didn't say. Uh, Brillo Cubus. St- Asks or states, given my aforementioned compulsion for looting fruits, do you think selling said fruits out of the back of my cuddy is a viable game loop?
0: Absolutely not.
1: <laughs> They're worthless. <laughs> maybe when uh, maybe when starvation is a lot more rampant.
0: I tried selling them. I tried eating them. I tried giving them away. I tried throwing. Nobody wants them. So. <laughs> I have so many fruit. Every anywhere I go, I have fruit. Fruitly I
1: don't know. Mach three generic said, turn it into space meat and you've got yourself a customer. Mm-hmm. Um and then Captain Kieran said only if you have hand-drawn signs up all over oh. the cutlass and surrounding area. Yeah. If you had if you also sold milk from the interstellar cows that you owned,
2: you it might work. Yeah. Space cows. That's right. Space cats.
1: Um Milkshake Actual asks, What are your guys' thoughts on creating PMCs, and transactions between private individuals and said entities. Uh, how do you think things like this can be expanded, i.e. clan tags, mercenary registry, custom symbols for armor, etc.? Does anyone know what a PMC stands for? Um, so I,
0: don't kn- play, I don't know. I don't. Play something, maybe it's- some kind of a monetary system
1: in, in game. I don't know.
0: I'm, I'm
2: uh, Googling it right now.
0: Yeah. Well,
2: you know, it's funny because we, as part of setting up the Parley House, we basically created um, uh, what do they call block and chain tokens? Is that right? They get that right, Jack? Yeah, Rob? block chain oh, tokens. NFTs.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, NFTs. We we made those I for don't know. everyone. They have they have. I don't think they have any value at all. But it's for the people who originally founded it, and uh, it'd be cool if you could have things like that and display them in the game. Um, you know, maybe it's an icon on the side of your ship or something. Uh, or if people could, uh, you know, provide, you know, manif- you know, make and sell like special decals. I yeah, I definitely would do that, and I would probably pay some microtransactions for that. Groups like War yeah. Thunder, like right? in, in I, game,
0: uh, yeah, I yeah. think uh, they like like so I remember Second Life. You were able to create in game assets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, they did that. They, they actually sold them.
1: Yeah, yeah someone Thunder. made me a Darth Maul skin.
2: Yeah, War Thunder, you can sell. You can basically create a skin, and once it passes their muster, they'll put it on the market, and you get. I think it's they get like ten percent, and you get the rest. I mean, a lot of these things are only $3 each or something. But some of them are, you know, 8 to $10. And, uh, you know, I do it all the time. If it's a historical one for a tank or an airplane, I definitely do it. I, I like that type of stuff. So I think yeah. you could. You'd have to work it out with uh, CIG. But
1: I wonder if it's player-made commodities or player-made something. It's probably player-made So it sounds similar to oh, what?
0: PPM with see like Mario, right? Yeah. Yeah, that does sound like player-made.
1: Milkshake, correct us if we're wrong. Player-made player made, player <laughs> made content. Sure. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Player-made content. Maybe that's, that's something like that, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think all that stuff could be interesting. I could see it more for something like what we do, right, if you're a fan of something. Because technically, we could potentially um, try and consider this an in-lore thing eventually right mm-hmm. um and especially as we're talking more about actual exploration versus versus not perhaps we could be an in-game yeah. I, I, news are you, source
0: are you in the rocking chair right now because you get like louder and quieter louder and
1: quieter. oh i i uh lean forward sometimes oh okay <laughs> um and then Milkshake Actual also asks, how do you guys think server meshing will be integrated into the game? Would it be per individual planetary system or f- would it be per planet? With that being said, how would tracking down a bounty that is jumping from system work? Um, how, do you, oh. how do you think? I mean, I know pretty much how it's supposed to work, but. Yeah.
3: yeah, so, so, there's,
2: there's a good explanation of it. Um, What's his name? Provided it during Tony the- Z. Tony Z. Provided
1: or the it. other or the other guy too. Um, the blonde not the blonde, the gray had German man talks about it a lot too.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um,
1: and
2: I don't do, shake it very. Oh, go ahead. I mean, I well, I, I, go ahead.
0: No, no, I was, was going to say right now when you take that bounty where you have to track a uh, player. I mean, they're they're jumping all over the system and you. You're following them, so uh, how how would that be any different, just on a bigger scale?
2: So, well, it depends. Like you know, if they make a server for every planet, you know, that's only going to cover the things within that planet. You know, another containers like a city. Well, then you might have two or three containers for the cities on the planet. You might have you know one for the area around. You know, all of that contained on a on a bigger server. But when you chase that guy to another planet you technically at some point will cross between one server and the other and it'll be Mm -hmm. it'll be enacted and i think it the way it works is that you'll remain on one until you're within visible distance of another player on the other server right yeah kind of this handoff
1: yeah exactly Well, and there's two ways to look at it, Milkshake. There's static server meshing, which will be the initial implementation of server meshing. And then there's dynamic server meshing, which is the end goal of server meshing. Static server meshing will likely be something like a certain amount of assets will be separated by a server and moving between one to another. Uh, will dictate a server move. Um, Tracking down a bounty we will all still be on the same shard. So every server, like, you know, they talked about potentially doing it regionally. Um, You won't see bounties that aren't on your same cluster of servers. Uh, And your cluster of servers might be, um, Microtech, ArcCorp, Corp, and Loraville are all on one server and Crusader and um sorry, uh cru- or, you know, two planets in, in Stanton will be each on a, a, a server, and then there's a whole pyro server or two pyro servers to break up pyro uh and they'll mesh based on a certain breakpoint. Uh, but dynamic server meshing, the goal is actually to have as close to one unified server as possible, dynamic server meshing will actually scale up and scale down servers based on the quantity of, of players within a given area. So if there's a large fleet battle, um, over a particular area, um, it could potentially scale up that, that, that entire area is covered by <laughs> a server. Um, or if it's even large enough across multiple servers, um, the technology is still being worked on our initial implementation will be static. So dynamic server meshing in theory is going to be possible. Uh, and I think they've done tests to show that it works on a micro scale. It's going to be really hard to implement that long-term. So I think we'll see probably, you know, natural breakpoints. The theory is that we're going to be seeing a, a um, jump point before we actually see pyro uh, and my guess is that it's going to be a test of static server meshing. Um, anyone want to add anything about server meshing? Oh,
0: that's <laughs> a really good explanation.
1: <laughs> I've watched those videos way too many times. Um, Tuki2D says, once is in, do you plan on repainting your ships or letting their scars and stories persist until destruction? I for one can't wait to see my arrow with no paint left. Sounds like a great mini goal. Uh, what do you think, Seagard, You're going to leave them unpainted? Got those bondo patches on there? That's a tough one. Um,
2: if I'm running a corporate ship, like you know, one of my big ones, things going to be immaculate. Um, when I'm running my freelancer or something like that, my Cutlass Black. Probably going to be a little bit more run down on the outside, but on the inside, surprise, no motors at all.
1: All right. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> um, what about you, Chekhov? You're going to patch up your ship, or you're going to repaint I want, it? When, I do you, want the oldest, most
2: beat up Aurora I can mm-hmm.
0: Probably. I don't know. Honestly, I would probably repaint it.
1: All right. Uh, I too will repaint probably unless maybe the cutty. I wouldn't care. Um, In some ways though, it is sort of like a badge of honor to be like, see, see all these holes that I've patched up still haven't still haven't exploded. Fear me. (laughs) Um, But I won't be able to say that because I'm never that person. I am. Oh, geeky blew up again. Um, So, you know, that's just not my play style uh let's see next question captain kieran kieran said uh where is my new episode i'm getting withdrawals um it's right here captain it's right here we're back right here double c uh hopefully you'll see this more often um, and that actually was our final question because our next one is Skyguard. Do you think we'll see solar sailors and other exotic style ships in Star Citizen? Yes good. He submitted.
2: I wrote. I put it out there too. So.
1: Yeah. He so we good. will. We will answer that question, Skyguard, next week, since it's the question that we asked of all of our listeners. Um,
2: on our next voyage, as we set, get ready to set sail.
1: On our next voyage. Now, that, I, the way I just said that sounded like um, as the world turns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you do have any questions, comments, things you did for science, tips and tricks, uh, there are many ways, a plethora of ways to submit them. You could email us at readcastsc at gmail.com. Uh, you could DM our Twitter handle at CitizenCastSC. You could submit a message through Anchor you could join our citizen cast discord and there's different segment sections for each topic area, or you can text or leave a voicemail at six, four, six, seven, eight, three, eight, one, five, four, which has our Google voice. Um, if you are looking for a, a crew, looking for an org or simply looking for people to play with in between your solo sessions, uh, check out the community that's been built over at parlay house um, Parley house is that neutral zone where players of all types can hang out, socialize and enjoy the best damn space. sim the verse has to offer a link to the discord can be found in the show notes below. Uh, we also have friends of the show who are fellow content creators. So don't forget to watch earth and snorkels videos on YouTube. I'll try and post our sim pit friends videos as well. Uh, or uh, listen to the music that Admiral Cody and Calibri have been creating, including the music heard in these episodes. And that, dear friends, wraps up another episode of Citizen Cast. We will see yeah. you next week. Good life. You
0: know, and I learned a new word, a plethora. Where is it? How did you pronounce a plethora? Sure. Plethora. A plethora, upwards. Yep. Yeah, a plethora.
2: When is Flavius coming any. back? He's, he's on a trip, trip, right? So when who? Flavius? I don't know. I think he's on a trip for a month. I wrote to him the other day uh, after he was okay. Um, Badger told me he was about to be on a
1: trip. For a whole month?
2: Yeah, a little bit of business,
1: a little bit of pleasure. Huh? What? Well, well, good for him. Hopefully it's somewhere fun. Yeah,
0: oh, we need it back. We need more mining. Well, I think we're have a lot more of these once the next drops.
1: Yeah. I mean, hey, there's nothing wrong with an hour and a half long podcast.
0: Yeah, we did good
1: today. Alright, it was fun. It was good to have you back, Chekhov. Yes. I was, was tired good. of trying to pretend to be you. <laughs>
2: and. To, to since work. forget the hint. Put out a poll for
3: who wants to hear us talk during the uh, outro and intake. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there we go.